Hey everyone, and welcome to the Seek the Joy podcast, episode one. I hope you had a chance last week to listen to the teaser episode that I put out. As I said, my name is Sydney, but I didn't really introduce myself to you. I am 26 years old. I am native to Los Angeles, California. I am a law school graduate. I hope to focus my career on championing and really transforming the climate crisis. That's really where my big passions lie. I didn't go to law school, though, thinking that my career would be going in that direction. I actually had dreams of being a prosecutor and maybe even a judge one day. And I spent my first summer working at the Major Crimes Division at the L.A. County District Attorney's Office. And it was about three weeks in that I realized this is not my path. And through other opportunities that I found for myself throughout law school and beyond, I really honed in and figured out what I am passionate about and what I want to do with my life and my career. And in part, those passions are not only what motivate me, but they also bring me joy. And I feel the most joyful when I am creating, when I am strategizing, when I am just involved when I'm in the middle of it. I also have other passions though and some of those passions are things I don't often have the chance to talk about or really even explore. One of those passions honestly is reading. I love picking up a good new book. I would say though through law school I really didn't have that opportunity all that often and it's something in the post-grad period of my life I've really tried to pick up again. I love listening to podcasts, which in part inspired me to try and jump in and start my own. I love talking. I really do. I love engaging in conversation and debate and exchanging ideas. I love hearing other people's ideas and learning more about them through the way they think and the way they look at the world and what they perceive. I consider myself a spiritual person as opposed to a religious person. My faith background is Judaism, and while I love the culture and the traditions, being Jewish never really defined me, and I think oftentimes I tried to have it define me as a way to sort of fit in with my peers, but it's only been in the last, I would say maybe three years, two to three years, that I've started to embark on my own spiritual journey, which is just so different and so far outside the realms of Judaism, although there are some crossovers, and maybe at a later point that's something that I will talk a little bit about. But moving past my background, I thought I would just give a little bit more insight or an introduction into the name and the origin of the Seek the Joy podcast. About three years ago, I was having a conversation with a friend and he said, Sydney, you need more joy in your life. You need to seek the joy. And I just remember sitting there going, what? the hell is he talking about? What do you mean seek the joy? But the more that I sat with what he said and the more that I was honest with myself and where I was at in my life at the time, the phrase seek the joy really resonated with me. The truth is at the time, and if we're going to rewind to when he said this to me, it was about 2014. In 2014, I was a second year law student completely buried in work 
And for those of you who have gone to law school or done a professional program, whether it's your master's, MBA, PhD, whatever it might be, I'm sure you know the amount of work and reading and writing and real world experience and everything else that goes into getting these degrees. And I was just completely buried in work. I was on the moot court team. I was writing appellate briefs. I was working outside of law school. I was trying to maintain some sort of social life and some sort of balance outside of school. But the truth was I didn't have any joy in my life. My life was routine, but not the kind of routine that you wake up every morning and you feel excited about. It was the kind of routine where I knew what time I needed to be in the car to get to school so that I wasn't late for class. That was the kind of routine I was in. So the phrase seek the joy really struck a chord and it really resonated with me. And I just had no idea where to start. And so what I decided to do was I decided that I needed a permanent reminder of the fact that I need to seek the joy. And so I went online and I found a company that makes bracelets and I made a bracelet. It's a very simple uh, bracelet. It's just engraved with the words, seek the joy. And I have this bracelet and I keep this bracelet and I wear it as just a little reminder to myself that No matter the situation, no matter the circumstance, no matter the bad day or the bad week or sometimes the bad weeks, I have the power to remember what brings me joy. I have the power to stop, seek out what brings me joy, and then incorporate it into my day. And I'm going to post a picture of this bracelet uh, when this episode comes out so on my Instagram page, which is at seekthejoy underscore. And while I don't wear this bracelet every single day, I seem to come across it when I need the reminder the most, which I think is pretty fascinating and pretty interesting. And I also think it just kind of goes to show how the universe works and that the messages we need the most show up right on time. I know I touched on this a little bit in the teaser episode that I released last week, but we live in a world right now where there's just so much unrest and discomfort and pain and suffering. And in many ways, Mother Nature is literally screaming at us. I mean, with the natural disasters and the domestic terrorism and the violence and everything else that is just going on right now. I don't know about you, but for me, more often than not, it's very difficult to feel joy, to feel joyful, to feel optimism, to to maintain the perspective that keeps me in a good, positive place. I think it's hard to find joy with everything that's going on. It's hard to feel grounded, and it's hard to know sometimes where our feet are should land and where they're going to land. And I know for myself, without the community that I have around me of my family and my friends and the people that I follow on social media and the books that I've read and I keep reading and things that I do to try and help myself stay grounded, which by the way, I would say 
Seven times out of 10, I am not successful, especially with things that have gone on in my personal life over the last several years. I have had such a hard time moving myself back into a state of joy, but it has been so helpful for me to talk to other people, whether that be my family or my friends or a stranger that I meet somewhere. Oftentimes I'll just be walking and someone will start talking to me. This is not a joke. This literally happens to me sometimes. And just hearing what other people have to say and what they're going through not only gives you perspective, but it also gives you the opportunity to learn from them. And that's what I really hope to do with this podcast. I hope to build a network of people and an environment where we can have these real honest conversations about how we seek joy both in life's big moments and little moments, how we recover when things don't go as planned, and how we stay on course when things are going the way we want them to. I'm really excited because after this week's episode, I'll have different people on the podcast who are so special to me and so important in my life, and they're going to be sharing stories with all of us about how they seek joy, how they stay grounded, how they have found passion and pursued it, even in the face of, gosh, I would say incredible odds. But what I hope you'll find from these conversations is that joy is unique. It's not cookie cutter. There isn't one way to find joy or to seek joy. And for every person, it's really different. What I also think goes hand in hand with joy is making conscious decisions for our lives about who you want to be and how you want to live. I know that sounds probably extremely cliche and something that you would see in an inspirational post on Instagram or in some book you read, but it's really true. I think so often we run and move through life at such a fast pace that we don't think about what we're projecting, what we're putting out there, and how others perceive us. And throughout my whole life, I have been so self-conscious about what other people think about me, whether it's the way I look, the things that I say, the way my voice sounds, and I have spent so much time thinking about that, but not enough time thinking about who I want to be for myself and how I want to live for myself. And so my intention for my life and for this podcast and for, gosh, so many different things is to choose love and to come from a space in my own life where every decision that I make comes from a place of not only love for others and the planet and the world and the universe, but also coming from a space of self-love. Coming from a space of self-love is so important and it's so, it's so important that there are books written about it and podcasts about it and teachings about it. It's so important, but it is so difficult to do. And I really think that in order to get to a space where we are choosing joy in our lives, we have to choose to love ourselves first. And just thinking about this right now, last week, a very smart person in my life told me 
because we were having a conversation about self-love. She told me that anytime you feel yourself moving away from a state of joy and happiness, if you feel yourself getting angry or agitated, resentful, sad, whatever emotion that you're feeling that's moving away from a state of feeling light and happy and joyful, return to a spot within yourself where you're choosing self-love. You're choosing to come from a different space within yourself where you're choosing a lighter option over a heavy option uh, in terms of a way to respond. You're choosing to see a person for who they are and love and accept them anyway, even though they have done something to hurt you. It's about returning to a spot within yourself where you love yourself enough that you can accept others and return to that state of feeling joyful and optimistic. This sounds great, right? But it is so hard to do. But it's so important because we can't get to a space of loving others and celebrating others until we love ourselves first and celebrate ourselves first. So I hope this makes sense. And even more than that, I hope that this resonates with others because I think too often there isn't enough conversation over topics that are vulnerable and topics that will actually bring about change in each one of our lives. I think especially with everything that is going on in the world today, so often we talk about what we can do on a global scale to bring about change. But we never talk about what we can actually do within ourselves to bring about that change. I think if we want more love and kindness, patience and tolerance and peace and prosperity in the world and less anger, less war, less violence, we need to start by loving ourselves first and treating ourselves with kindness and patience first and treating others with that same love and kindness and seeking joy alongside it. And the more that we do that, the more it will be projected out into the world. So I would really love to hear from you and hear about what you do to seek joy in your life, how you stay grounded, how you stay motivated, how you maintain a positive attitude despite everything that's going on in the world and in your personal life because I think it is so important to have these conversations and to really learn from what other people are doing. Like I mentioned in my little sneak peek episode last week, I am by no means a professional joy seeker and I am learning as I go. And I know that there is so much that I can learn from all of you. There are so many wonderful and insightful and brilliant people out there ranging from spiritual teachers to gurus, motivational speakers, life coaches, our friends, family, who have such amazing advice and tactics and things we can learn from them about choosing joy and living in light and being happy and remaining true to ourselves, no matter the circumstances. But I don't feel that there is enough conversation about what it has taken them to get there and what they've learned along the way. 
And so my hope for this podcast and through the conversations that I'm going to have, I really hope that we start to break down the barrier to entry and by having real conversations, more of us can seek the joy. So that's it for episode one, my first solo podcast. Next week is our first episode with a guest, and I am really excited about it. I'm going to be joined by a really good friend of mine to talk about her side hustle and how building a business out of a hobby, really, has brought her so much joy and has helped her move through some difficult moments in her life. I would love to hear your feedback about this episode. Are there things that I mentioned or talked about or didn't talk about that you would like to hear more of or things that I talked about that you don't want to hear more of? You can send me an email at seekthejoy08 at gmail.com. I'll include the email address in the show notes for this episode and I would just really love to hear from you all. Until next week, though, I have a challenge. I know that life can be difficult at times and overwhelming, and especially with everything that is going on in the world right now, it can be so difficult to navigate and to figure out how to remain true to yourself and also feel optimistic and positive and joyful. And so my challenge is for you to find a small moment of joy every day just something that you enjoy doing and just make sure that you do it carve out just a little bit of time for yourself every day trust me once you get started it's a lot easier than you think